Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash to pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we're continuing Nasty November. We had a really great film last week, you know, Evil Dead, horror classic, staple of the genre. Yeah, yeah, really well made. <laughs> really, yeah. Uh, Arguably really one of the greatest video nasties of all time. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hear us talk about good stuff all the time. That's Absolutely not what you listen not. to this podcast. Uh, no, no, this week, <laughs> this week we're talking about a true, true classic. We're talking about Night of the Bloody Apes from 1969. And as you know, this month we're being joined by guests to uh, to discuss all these films. And uh, we have a returning guest joining us to discuss this trash gem this week. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, he's definitely the right man for the job, uh, considering he has his own comedy show titled Bad Movies. He's a stand-up comedian who releases some of the best TikToks out there. One of my best friends. Uh, he's also the reason I know the film Night from 2019 exists. Don't look it up. You're a great. It's Luke Poulton, everyone. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm, I still can't believe that you remember that, that terrible film Night. I tried to wipe I... that from my mind. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to include this in the intro. I feel like that's that's a staple of our friendship. It was like, that's, that was a milestone moment. So... I was like, okay, I need to look this up. What was it fucking called? And I had to go through all my half-star films to find it because I could not remember. <laughs> you didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't. I'm sat here like, what film? <laughs> yeah, that, you were very lucky not watching it. Yeah, it was It was basically a woman strapped to a chair for, a, like for an hour and 20 minutes. And this guy keeps getting messages like people wanting him to torture. He's like, wait, what? You want me to do? Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, that's a bit much. And they don't like slap her on the wrist. Uh, <laughs> like the well, whole hour and twenty minutes. Because it's all done in one sort of try. They try to do it in one take. Um, it's on a tripod for the whole thing. And then when they they say, "Oh, hit her with a hammer," instead he just stands in front of her, and you see the hammer <laughs> in the hand, but you can tell it's not actually hit it. Like they just have to hide because they didn't have the budget for practical effects. Yeah. And that is night 2019, everyone. We can't do a full episode on it, but there you go, bonus <laughs> film. That's all, that's all we need to say about it. I'm glad I missed that one. <laughs> so, Luke, how are things going with TikTok? We have been loving all the Pez and disturbing movie stuff, haven't we? We have been loving the Thank Pez you. content. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's been going, yeah. going very, very well. Good, good. The... Um, yeah, you, you're after certain pairs yourself, aren't I you? am, I am. I, I have made Luke aware of... Uh, <laughs> the, my... go- the Golden Girls. I am in the market for the Golden Girls Pez dispensers. So if if you happen to come across them, please let me know straight away. <laughs> and yeah. I think that they are pretty hard to find now, I think. Don't tell me that. You break my heart. <laughs> so tell us a bit about your bad movie show and some of the films included in it. Um, well, you know, I do the, it's, it's, yeah, it's all going through for, like the so bad it's good. And then I did, the, I just had the whole category so bad it's bad, which is, you know, films that completely drain you. Um, yeah. so I do talk about, you know, Troll 2 and, and The Room, which is the so bad it's good. And then we go into things like Shark Exorcist, um, House Shark, uh, you know, you know those types of films. And all I've the classics. Whole, yeah. I've got the whole category for bad dog movies as well. Uh, <laughs> soccer dog. Um, Soccer Dog the movie. Yeah, those types of things. That's and it's just going through all of that. And then I've got a whole part where I have what people have said to me online, like bad movies, and you know, there's people that have said Star Wars, The Last Jedi, <laughs> that type of stuff. 
so I go through and put, there is people like I just have to get the audience reaction to see what they think. Well. Yeah, and I probably do about yeah ten films in that that people have said online that they think are bad. Nice. Will will this will today's film be uh, <laughs> making an appearance in the future? It might do. Yeah. Well, I don't know what this was. <laughs> well, do you uh, before before we get to that film? Do you have a favourite video nasty? So this is this is a hard one because there's like three that I would go like I know you already spoke spoke about the Evil Dead, so that would yeah. sort of be be one for me. And then you know we've got Dawn of the Dead as well, but that's not more in like the weird section three. That was where you know they couldn't prosecute the film, um, but it could still be confiscated uh, if if distributors handed it in, it would get destroyed. Um, that's what Dawn of the Dead was in that. And but I think yeah, for me is my favourite is going to be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is also in section three which had a really weird time of showing in the west end was was shown on screens for two years and then the bbfc turned around and said i know we need to we need to ban this yeah that is a really strange one especially means it's one of those films where i think a lot of people think it's actually worse than it is and whilst it is like really disturbing it's disturbing in tone you don't actually see any gore mm, like it, little to no gore anyway it's yeah. I'd say, yeah i'd say the only bit of gore is the the hammer like when the yeah door gets yeah yeah the hammer scene that's the only bit where you see a bit of blood and someone put on a you know on a pick um but yeah it was that was a weird one where they banned it <laughs> very mild yeah. very mild. I mean, my, my grand she was watching it every week she had no problem on a hook oh child's play that is <laughs> Uh, speaking of films, I probably shouldn't have, uh, have ended up on uh, the video nasties list. Uh, what made you pick Night of the Bloody Apes? Do you have any history with the film? I was just going through it, and that that name sort of just brought me to it. And then, and then I looked at it. I saw the four point nine rating on IMDb, and I thought, "Yep, this is for me. This is the <laughs> film I need to watch." And then I saw a picture of the um, of the prosthetics, the makeup, and I was like, "Okay, this." This is something I need to see. Um, so that's yeah, that's why I picked it. Yeah. Do, do we do we think it deserves to be on the video nasty list? That so the that's that's the thing that confused me the most because it's on the prosecuted list. Yeah. This but the Evil Dead is on the not prosecuted list. Like how how is this one of the ones that got on the prosecuted list with things like it got on there with Driller Killer yeah, and that type yeah. of stuff? It's like how how when it's not even that gory and the the effects look so cheap can you imagine all the tories sitting in court watching this no that's fucking disgusting no we can't let people watch that i feel like potentially they got a little confused and thought that the heart transplant scenes were special effects like the effects dog shit yeah. for the rest of the film <laughs> but that realistic heart beating as it yeah in that surgery footage they're like oh my god how have they you know all the budget's gone on this this is disgraceful <laughs> i think i feel like it is the surgery scenes that yeah put it on the list so this, this was written and directed by uh renee cardona who made Las Computadoras, uh, Burlesque, not that Burlesque, oh. Carlesa Terrorista, Survive, Alpequina Robin Hood, Island of Lost Souls, Don Juan Tonorio, uh, Santa Claus 1959, 
and so many more. Like I've, I feel I've, like seen, all, I've seen all of those. <laughs> yeah, is, is Santa Claus your favourite? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we actually said we might watch that later today because it looks so bad. Um, yeah, so he's made like between 100 and 200 films. Like he's very prolific. Yeah, I feel like this film is just any other film to him that he's just threw out there. It just happened to be <laughs> video nasty. Well, it's a remake of his own film. Yeah. So the original oh, well, film... Yeah, it's supposed to be a very loose one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. But I'm assuming by 1969, he could feature all the nudity and bloody violence that he wanted to in the original. Yeah, I mean, the original was uh, known as Doctor Doom, uh, Doctor of Doom, or The Wrestling Women versus The Killer Doctor, uh, which is or, the first... Or ho- horror, <laughs> horror and sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the first, uh, which was meant to be the title of his podcast. Well, yeah, and then that we had to change yeah. it. Yeah, first in a series of films blending the elements of the lucha libre and horror genres. Quite an interesting mix, um, especially here. Yeah, yeah, I just really, really long amateur wrestling scenes. It's yeah, it's I, I think. <laughs> I think an old school style of wrestling. I, I am a, I'm a fan of professional wrestling, so an old school style of professional res- uh, wrestling can look a little clunky by today's standards. Yeah, um, they yeah. were literally just tapping each other at one point. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely, um, yeah, definitely kayfabe as well. So they're acting as if the wrestling is real. So yeah. it's they're not. So when she's wrestling someone much larger than her, they're still <laughs> pretending as if she's this strong woman, <laughs> glamour girl, <laughs> and she's super strong. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know how the this is like really badly dubbed. I think my favorite is the dub of the crowd. Oh yeah. my god, the dub in this film might be my favorite from any of the badly dubbed sixties uh, films. This is just fantastic. Yeah. Why the crowd just cheering? Yeah, <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> Even when someone wins the match, it's still the same amount of cheering. Um, I couldn't find out how much this was made for, but apparently, worldwide, it made one hundred and seventy-one dollars. So well done, well done, Night of Bloody Apes. <laughs> I feel like the director's career is definitely a quantity over quality. Yeah, style of filmmaking. So if I make a hundred films that make two hundred dollars, <laughs> then I'm making some money. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than taking my time and making a quality film that still may only make two hundred dollars. The thing is, it's Just got throw like throw any other shit out there. Didn't this get four DVD releases as well? It's got it did. It did. DVD releases. So how much does he get from them as well? That's true. He's he's probably made it back now for all the physical media releases. Um, and I'm sure the VHS would have uh, would have caught some people's attention back in the day just for being on the video nasties list. I mean, regardless of the quality of the film, it's just weird it's that it got. What was it? It was 1983. It got added to the video nasties list. Yes, <laughs> but, but because they said they thought it would. Oh, what was it? They said it would deprive the British audience. They thought it was going <laughs> to affect. British audiences. Everyone's just going to start like dressing up uh, in lucha libre costumes, start wrestling, or, or performing open heart surgery. <laughs> uh, 
so let's talk about the cast. And I believe you've learned this in Spanish. This I week. haven't. No, I haven't. Oh no! no! I forgot. I forgot. I didn't practice <laughs> enough. I've just sat here now, and I'm like, I don't remember. But at just, all. just so our listeners know, Chris did go to the effort to learn this in Spanish. I did. Today. I did. But he forgot it. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. So can we just get a boring British version, yeah. please? Hey, I know you. <laughs> Uh, so, but do we know anyone? No, no fucking clue. <laughs> that's, that's the question. No, I don't know um, <laughs> Jose Elia Moreno plays Dr. Crowman uh, in his Oscar-worthy performance. He was in Santa Claus 1959. I believe he was Santa Claus 1959. I can imagine, yes. Um, he was in La Tre Perfectas Casadas, La Valentina, Rage, Simitrio. I love that, and... that pronunciation was... That Spanish pronunciation was very good. Thank you. I was hoping the listeners wouldn't notice, but thanks for bringing it up. I um, thought Antonio Banderas <laughs> was in the room. Um, and many more, and many more. Big fan of Jose? No. No? No, it was awful. Luke's your favourite actor? Um, yeah, I think he does. Um, I love when he looks up at the ceiling um, <laughs> to pray to the Lord or say things like, just says the word pray. Just looks up and that's it. Just likes to look up at things a lot. Um, we have his assistant, Carlos Lopez Moctezuma. He plays Goyo. He was in Rio Escondido, Canaima, Al Rebozo, uh, <laughs> and many more. <laughs> You're putting yourself through this. Okay, here, here you go. Here's my notes. Oh, you can announce gracious. the rest of them. <laughs> Yeah, okay. can, you do, can you do it in your best Spanish, please? Uh, no, I don't want to get into trouble. Um, we have Armando Silvestri as Lieutenant Arturo Martinez. Um, I think I've got a little lucky here. He was in Two Mules for Sister Sarah. Are you fucking serious? The Batwoman. <laughs> Las Lucidoras. No, that got cancelled by DC. <laughs> yeah, it did. And uh, Wonder Woman in the 70s, the 70s TV series. Okay. We have Lorm, uh, Norma Lazzarino as Lucy Osorio. She was in Gossip Girl, and even Wait, the wind what? is afraid. <laughs> what Gossip Girl was she in? Gossip Girl. Go she was Piss actually Girl. In... Yeah, okay. Go Piss Girl. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we have Gerardo Zapida as uh, the monster or the bloody ape. Oh, bloody ape. Uh, he was in Revenge, 1990. Oh, for fuck's sake. El Topo, Sanito and the Blue Demon versus the Monsters. Sanito versus La Hija de Frankenstein and Overkill. Okay, give me those fucking notes. Spanish back. really ain't that difficult, <laughs> Gary. I don't know what your problem right, is. Right, okay, yeah. So, um, I really hope that's to... gone back to Spanish titles now. <laughs> yeah. News to everyone, uh, listen to the podcast. I don't speak Spanish. Um, and yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> bit of trivia about Lucy. Um, on, played by Norma. I'm not going to try to say her name. Spill the tea. Uh, when it was released in the United States, the distributor added more scenes of gore and edited it so that the character Lucy was a lot less involved in the plot and the outcome. Uh, the actress joked years later that in that version, basically all she does is wrestle and get naked, but thankfully not at the same time. Yeah, poor Lucy. She was done dirty in this, wasn't she? She was really done dirty. It, it was... It was kind of... Partly her story, and then suddenly it was like, nah, fuck that. 
It's, yes. it's, it's some old bloke. It, it's it's some uh, it's a bloody ape with father issues that instead <laughs> it cares about her lucha libra career. Okay, so that was the best "Hey, I know you" section we've had so far. <laughs> um, now, time for our feature presentation. Night of the bloody apes. See animal and rational aspects of the human psyche trapped in creatures that are half man, half beast. Oh, horror! They rip, they tear, they claw you to pieces. The night of the bloody apes makes you see the hell man creates for himself. The night of the bloody apes. We get the opening credits with uh, an over-the-top score and blood dripping down the screen. The score kind of felt like it belonged in a different film. I struggle to remember the score. Really? Because yeah. it, it hit you over the head of it. Like, every few seconds, it's like... Rah, yeah, there's, rah, there's so many films sound like that, <laughs> don't they? Yeah, just not films from like from this. A, he, he probably just had the same soundtrack for every one of his a thousand films <laughs> and just put them in a different order. Uh, Lucy Osorio is a luchadora slaying in a Red Devil outfit uh, and she's wrestling with Alina in a slightly cheaper looking green outfit. Yeah, she's giving Daredevil the house down boots. <laughs> Classic Daredevil. <laughs> if anyone watched She-Hulk, pissed everyone off. <laughs> It's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> but just so our listeners know, we're on the good side. We're, we're, we're fans. Um, Luke, have you seen She-Hulk yet? Still, I haven't still watched it, but um, I'm loving all the uh, straight white men getting upset about it. That's yes, my favourite thing. It, it's very entertaining, and the show touches on that very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, Daredevil's in this as well. Uh, Gender Swap Daredevil. Let's hope the nerds don't watch this and get it mixed up. They'll be uh, they really might upset. Do. They might do. Um, yeah, I mean, I say, when I say it's Lucha Libre and, you know, Mexican wrestling, I say it very loosely. It, just, it looks like a bit of a drunk scrap. Yeah, it, it's, like I said earlier, it's a little clunky compared to what we expect from Lucha Libre today, particularly from the men, yeah. is high-flying drop kicks and, you know, off-the-top row splashes and, and shit like that you know what we get here is a very old school style of wrestling particularly for the women which is just a lot of like arm drags and yeah throwing people to the floor and few head them. few headlocks as well few yeah. headlocks. <laughs> headlocks and punching in the head a couple of times you can tell later on that um the the wrestler the wrestler that lucy wrestles lastly in the film, yeah, yeah. terrible grammar. I do apologize. My, my spin out Spanish is much better than my English. Um, she's a lot heavier, so can carry her. So they do a lot more moves. Whereas this one's is just like pushing out the ring. And... <laughs> yeah, she, she ironically, this is when she kills someone. Well, though. she wins and seemingly almost kills Alina. Um, and we're introduced to uh Lieutenant Arthur Martinez who says. This woman's been hurt. Someone call a doctor. And he, he just does not look oh. He points out the obvious <laughs> on every single scene. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing you can miss in this film because he's always there to tell you what's happened. Um, my favourite is later on when someone gets scalped and he's like, this man has been murdered. <laughs> yeah. He does that twice. He finds, yeah. <laughs> he finds another man just on the front one point and goes, this man is dead. <laughs> well, the doctor shows up uh, rather quickly, and uh, they they order an ambulance for an emergency. And 
Arthur, who was like really concerned like, a few seconds ago, he, he comforts Lucy and he's like, calm down. She's knocked out. Don't worry about her. Yeah. Like, well, they're calling for an emergency ambulance, so you probably should be a also, little worried. Spoiler alert, she dies <laughs> due to this accident. Um, also, any wrestling show would have doctors on site. They wouldn't have to call for a doctor. There would be doctors. You wouldn't have Lieutenant Martinez saying someone call a doctor and then general general hospital like what's that about by the way yeah <laughs> why is the hospital called general hospital? general hospital <laughs> yeah doesn't she say hello general hospital yeah general hospital. <laughs> i always love i always love when you call for an ambulance and that's what they say general hospital. <laughs> but they would have emts on site yeah. Like looking after her, not some random bloke from the audience. <laughs> he just ran out with run out to check her heart, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> just say just say she'll be fine, it's okay. Well, he's always getting really involved, um, good old Arthur. I mean, it's only later on we find out he's in a relationship with Lucy. But before that point, he's just there getting really involved with these wrestling matches. It's like, technically, you're just a member of the audience. You should probably just sit down and shut up. Yeah. It's <laughs> a police officer, therefore I know if this woman's yeah. going to be medically cleared or not. <laughs> uh, two guys, Dr. Crowman and his assistant, Goyo, uh, they go to a zoo and shoot a man in a bad gorilla costume. <laughs> I, I'm so confused by this bit because they play the dramatic music and they keep yeah. showing the orangutan. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is the orangutan about to be shot? Because they kept yeah. on focusing on that, and then they just—it shows a different cage. I was like, what happened to the orangutan? Because that's where the orangutan <laughs> was just now. Why is there this man in this suit falling on the floor now? <laughs> yeah, because they even show the orangutan get after the gorilla's been shot. So I, I thought for a second they might try to pass it off as the same one, but it's no, they show no, a difference. They show a different. They show a chimpanzee instead. Yeah, yeah, sw- yeah. About. So, yeah. I feel like they're only allowed to shoot a, a limited amount of uh, a limited amount of animals in the zoo. So they're like, okay, we've got to use this somehow. Just throw footage. it in. I'd assume it's stock footage. I swear it was uh, eaten. Was it eaten? Eaten a banana. I, I swear <laughs> the orangutan. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, he comes towards the cage. He's got a banana in his mouth. Um, yeah. Is because you know the gorilla makes all the roaring noises. Yeah. Show when they show the orangutan at first. The orangutan's walking, and they show the orangutan from the side. And the roaring noises are on top of the orangutan. <laughs> Why is this happening? Did anyone enjoy the transition shots where it's just like a wall with paint splattered over it for like a few seconds? Yeah. Why is that? Why is that in there? Just the weird. Because it does like a. Ca- it moves the camera sideways through it, doesn't it? Yeah. Is this an art house film? Are, are we mistaken here? It's... Yeah. it's day for night as well, and you know that pisses me. Yeah. Off. I hate day for night. Oh. Really annoys me. Way uh, too late for that orangutan to be eaten. Yeah. It's going to get indigestion. Eating <laughs> banana right before bed. Uh, meanwhile, Lucy's blaming herself at the hospital, but Arthur is reassuring her. like shit. She just wants her back. She does. She wants her back. Arthur's reassuring her uh, that it'll be all okay. Uh, but then the doctor tells them that Eleanor has uh, fractured her skull. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, he tells them how serious it is, uh, that they need another doctor for the operation. Yeah. Who's Lieutenant doctor? Martinez. <laughs> Turns out, didn't know fuck all, did no. he? <laughs> Who's the doctor? 
Is it Dr. Crowman? It's Dr. Crowman. Dr. Crowman. Uh, he goes to speak with his son, Julio. Julio's an interesting character, isn't he? Papa! <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like the kid from Burial Ground. The, he does. Oh. He also the 50-year-old really, child from Burial Ground. He really Burial looks Ground. like Orson Welles. He does. It's <laughs> very, he really looks like Orson Welles. It's very frustrating. Yeah, it, We've already got the kid from Burial Ground saying, Mama. So in this one, it yeah. <laughs> Papa, is that you? <laughs> It's the crossover we all needed. So uh, my, my problem is, from the film's plot, I'm assuming he's seriously ill. Yeah? yeah. But from the acting <laughs> and the two-inch thick layer of foundation on his face, <laughs> I'm not so sure. That man is beat. Yeah, he is beat for the gods. You, the makeup, and we're not watching 4K. <laughs> if this was in 4K, you'd be able to... Maybe he's born with it. It's probably Maybelline. Because he is wearing some strong foundation. <laughs> he is. He is. And he's meant to be on his deathbed. How, how old do we think Julio is meant to be? Because 18. Dr. Crawman's getting a little too close to him. Um, he's kind of acting like he's a child. He's talking like he's a child. But he, he's a full-grown man with a hairy chest. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, and, would... a, and a six-pack. He's been wow. working it. He's been working yeah. out in that bed. <laughs> he develops this. Uh, yeah, no, I'd more to say about six pack a little later on, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, Julio can't sleep. Um, but Julio can't. Yeah, because he's dying of cancer for fuck's sake. This is the story. <laughs> the storyline is that this man is dying from cancer, and he looks nothing of the sort. No. He's in bed. He's got a bloody six pack. He's <laughs> looks healthier than I do sat here right now <laughs> full head of hair everything he looks perfectly fine he does. sorry it's a very brief scene as well we, we quickly move on from it um the operation uh has taken place with uh, Elena and we get some amazing dialogue <laughs> Lucy's like doctor how is she and this random doc's like well um uh, uh, ask dr Crawman <laughs> yeah, you you've just been in there. He says, "Oh, here, no more." You've just both been doing the same surgery. Why would he know more? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so she asks Doctor Crawlman, um, and he says, "We've done everything that was indicated, and now all we can do is wait and pray." No, no, you you didn't leave a long enough pause. You have to look. That's up true. It's a very long pause. And say like, and pray. Yeah, he looks at that ceiling and he, and he prays. Um, this is when we find out about the leukemia with Julio. Yeah, um, through yes. exposition with the doctors, they're like, yeah. "Oh, we are so sorry, Doctor Crawman, with your son who has leukemia. There's nothing we can do to save him. His days are counted." <laughs> it's the worst medical professions in cinematic history in this film. Very blunt, aren't they? <laughs> His days are counted. Good luck with that. <laughs> Pray. But the editing's so good because after that, we cut to him with Julio. It's like, Julio, you're going to be all right. You're okay. <laughs> you're going to be fine now. It's like, oh my God, that's horrible. <sighs> oh. Do you have anything to say? No, not really. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. It's when, when, the, when the doctor first walks to Julio's room, doesn't he? Yeah. And you get you get the longest take of him walking up the stairs. Is this, yeah, is this when we see like him taking every step up those stairs for absolutely yeah. no he, And then he walks out of Julio's room and you see him <laughs> walk down those same stairs again. 
Yeah, see, this is what I don't understand. So you've cut a lot of Lucy from this film. <laughs> but you've kept but you've, people walking upstairs. Walking <laughs> upstairs. You've kept the guy who's like, oh, talk to Dr. Crawlman. <laughs> like, come on. You're just shy of an hour and a half. Yeah, it's an hour and 20 film, minutes long. An hour and 20. You know, why have you kept three minutes this shit they in? From this? What I know, Zach. Yeah. When, when, it was, when it was a video nasty, what was cut? Because then it got released... Completely uncut in 2002, didn't it? Is it the surgery? It must be the surgery. It scene. must be the surgery. I really yeah, feel like three minutes of cut. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, feels yeah. like those surgery scenes go on longer than three minutes. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a bet and say it's three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Croman tells Goyo that he appreciates him helping him after he saved his life previously. Just in case we didn't know. <laughs> yes. Um, he also says they have to do the operation tonight to save Julio's life. They're going to give him her gr- they're going to give him the gorilla's heart. Okay, so yeah, I'm a little confused here. <laughs> I think it's an editing issue. We have them go to the zoo to steal the gorilla. Yeah, with no context whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So now we have Dr. Krumen find out that his son will die. Very soon. Yeah. But he already has a gorilla stashed away. <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> so surely shouldn't he have had the diagnosis? And then in his head was like, I know what will solve this issue. <laughs> a gorilla heart. And then go and steal the gorilla. Rather than finding out the news, being very sad and disappointed. And then being like... I do have a gorilla lying around. Maybe I should do something <laughs> with that. But also, if he's meant to be one of the best doctors, I'm sure giving a human a gorilla heart wouldn't work. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think a gorilla's heart is a lot is bigger than a human heart as well. Yeah, yeah, which makes the surgery scenes completely ridiculous because it's very clear it's a human heart transplant. Yeah, that we're watching. It's very obvious it's a human heart. There, there is not one hairy chest in sight. No. There are also two pairs of hands performing the surgery. And, <laughs> and one. one. Yeah. <laughs> and one. So I don't know Let's where this see. extra pair of hands came from. Did you not see at one point? Because there's the so there's the two hands doing the surgery. And then at one point, a third hand pops in <laughs> with the heart. Yeah, the, the whole sequence is very melodramatic uh, because oh, I mean, whilst they are acting, yeah, he is acting. <laughs> he is Doctor Crawlman, um, just constantly wiping sweat off his forehead. Um, but yeah, no, it, it goes on for so long, and, and it's very clear that it's just real surgery footage inserted in. Choices? What, what do you think of the choice to include um, real surgery footage? It, it doesn't really pay any point to the film, does it? Oh, it, no. it just seems like someone discovered, the editor discovered, oh, we got some real heart surgery. I wouldn't know if they filmed the surgery before. And they didn't oh, well, can you that. imagine? <laughs> and they just got that afterwards. Because there's parts where, like when he's wiping his head and stuff, he's got all blood on his gloves. Yeah. So they were doing something there. In front of them, not the real heart surgery. They were doing something else. Yeah, can, can you look. imagine? They, they went up to uh, the person getting heart surgery. Like, okay, so here, here's the deal. We're making a film called Night of the Bloody Apes. Do you want your heart surgery to be included in this film? <laughs> it's probably from, like, a training video that hospitals I use. I hope so. 
Well, it's not the best. Just... It's not the best heart surgery footage I've seen. You know, killing of a sacred deer opens with heart surgery, as well. <laughs> oh, okay, we need to, we need to watch that. Yeah, yeah, Real we haven't seen it yet. Real hearts. Okay, so yeah, Christy, you have a favorite real heart surgery scene. My favourite real heart surgery scene was that episode of Holby City where they got the, the tapes mixed up and they included a real heart surgery instead of the, the fake one. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, mine is Night of the Bloody Apes, of course. Um, <laughs> but we do need to see The Killing of a Sacred Deer, so that might be it for us. And Holby City. And Holby City. And Holby City. <laughs> the, uh, the operation was a success. Uh, Julio is awake and they put him under oxygen. Lucy's wrestling again. Did you not realise that when he proclaims that the um, surgery is a success, he's still flatlining? <laughs> that's the thing. That that's that doesn't that they like they sh- keep showing. They think showing the red line is going to work, but it's not moving up or down in it's any not, way. No, and the, and they thought lying. they thought that was going to be okay for the film. He's dead. You are showing that he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a success <laughs> the thing is it goes over to the other to his helper still looking at it and he's got the biggest grin on his face that it's yeah. a success <laughs> and it's, you can still see his flatline in the background it's flatline. I, I feel like Goyo I feel like he's meant to be like the uh, Igor of the film like the Frankenstein this is definitely a Frankenstein yeah. don't mess with science narrative yeah because he's got like oh master master and it's like, the okay, race in the game of I mean, limp yeah, the reason yeah. <laughs> that as well, yeah. It's definitely meant to be that. Uh, Lucy's wrestling again, she's back. She do, is. do we all remember Lucy? We she's... Do, we were, well. <laughs> she's wrestling with Bane from um, Batman and Robin <laughs> in this part, isn't she? Uh, it, it's a little more professional this time, uh, but she loses. She does. So she knocks her opponent out the ring again, uh, but her opponent's fine. I don't know why she keeps doing this, but... Um... If it's going to get her nervous, but it puts her off and she, she's like, oh no, I'm yeah, out the ring again. And she loses the match. Yeah, Arthur's got something to say about it, hasn't he? Did you fucking bitch. You <laughs> fucking lost. Get your shit together. I mean, pretty much. She's like, get over it. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> she's killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know she's killed someone. Not yet, no, but she thinks she has. Well, That's... yeah. She, uh, she may have made her an idiot. As, uh, yeah, well, we'll find that out soon we enough. Find out we'll later find out soon on. enough. Um, the next is scene... This where, is this where she goes... Am I getting the scenes mixed up? Is this where she slams the door on his face? Is, yes. Oh, is this where... I think she does it twice. I think it is this scene, but I think it's later on as well when he stands her up. Yeah, oh, yeah. When she gets yeah. stood up, that's when yeah. she's in the towel. When she's in the towel. So, um, her one of three costumes. S- some of the best dialogue of the films next, uh, where Goyo, they're in the lab, and he's like, What is it, Doctor? And Dr. Crawman's like, Nothing, calm down. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, he, he asked him just a simple question. Apparently, he wasn't calm when asking it. <laughs> uh, we find out that the operation was a success and they need to burn the gorilla's corpse. But the zoo, in the meantime, find out the gorilla's missing. And the police think a gorilla is running wild in the city. Can you please tell me why the man that finds the gorilla is gone is bringing a wheelbarrow of cabbages? (laughs) He is, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know gorillas just ate cabbages now, apparently. (laughs) 
you know what I don't understand? A lot in this film. Is how Lucy can wrestle two matches, open heart surgery can be performed before they realise the gorilla's gone. <laughs> yeah, who, who was shutting down the zoo at night? Who was there at night and just didn't realise the gorilla was gone? <laughs> Pretty sure open heart surgery takes longer than a, f- a couple of hours. <laughs> I think it takes a long time. Um, yeah, Lucy tells Arthur that she wants to quit wrestling, um, but she has to wait because the contract isn't up and they have a kiss. That's where we find her in a relationship. And we also find out that he wants her to quit wrestling. Well, that's really fucking strange because he's been pushing her to wrestle like this whole time. He's been living, he's been in the crowd <laughs> saying, go Lucy, go, all that shit. Yeah, so she's going to perform one last match that evening. Just yeah, like the contract's up on the Monday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And she promises to win before turning very uncomfortably towards the camera. Why did she walk towards it? <laughs> is she breaking the fourth wall right now? Because she does this twice. There's another scene where she turns her head at one point and just blinks her eyes, and I was like, did she forget the camera was there? Honestly, not even the only character to break the fourth wall in this film. Three different characters yeah. do it. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a creative choice, I think, for all three. They're like, uh, do you know what this film needs? Needs us to break the fourth wall. It was originally in 4D. Um, <laughs> during the surgery, you just you get a little spurt of blood to come out from the seat in front. Uh, Arthur's told about the gorilla on the loose um, after after the wrestling where Lucy wins this time. She does, and this is this is a this bit is the more. In, it's a bit more exciting, isn't it? There's yeah. Head scissors. Um, She's up on her opponent's shoulders, and yeah, she's really going for it. She does that, uh, I can't remember what the move's called, but that really cool spinny thing at the end where she's making her opponent dizzy and then pins her. I can't remember what and it's Her opponent tries to break her arm at one point, doesn't she? She does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's angry, but she wins. Lucy on top. <laughs> um, wait. <laughs> she wins another match on the radio. Later. Oh shit! Yeah, this meant to this be a final, final match. match. <laughs> yeah, the but yeah, the one with the when she, the woman that she fights in blue. Yeah, that's on the that plays on the radio apparently. The editing in this film is horrific. It's all over the place. So this is happening at the same time. No, that's confusing. Yeah, I feel like this was meant to be happening at the same time as when they were when they were driving to the crime scene oh. later on in the film. They just mixed it up because <laughs> Martinez isn't there, is he? For this final match. No. No, he's not sat there. Fucking hell. But he shows up soon to interrupt her shower to inform her that he can't take her out to dinner. We've we've got it round the wrong way. Right. We have. We've got this mixed (laughs) up. So when she loses to Bane, um, that's when he turns up. uh, Because he turns up in the the other room at first. And then she goes to have a shower. And then he said, "Oh, um, he says about taking her to dinner." Yeah, he he gets the call to say there's been about, another murder yeah. about the gorilla. Yeah, um, and then yeah. he goes to the um, like in the park that first because it's the woman, you know, the woman that's run away, not the woman that's run away. It's in the in the flat. Have we? Oh, we gorilla... haven't even had that yet. We haven't. Oh even... my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why did he said... call? <laughs> We've got. We've got it all around the wrong way because we've I forgot about. I think this is the editing. I really think this, this is the editing. No, this is the editing. Because normally we'd we'd have like a, a Wikipedia guide of where the film goes, but this didn't yeah. have one. We have she, to do it beat for beat. She does. She wins. She wins what she said was her final match. 
Yeah, and then Martinez has to cancel their meal and she's fuming. Yeah, this is genuinely the shitty editor. Because the gorilla's <laughs> gone missing. So he, she slams the door in his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And on yeah. his face. She says, cause he says, I've got to go and speak to the chief. Yeah, about this gorilla. Well, and he says, well, that's duty, my love. And she says, my love, my foot. And slams the door on him. This is terrible, Edison. This makes oh, sense. And then, yeah, when is it when, is it when, the, when the gorilla... Oh, I don't, uh, the, the, the makeup's very questionable. On the, uh, on the <laughs> that's an understatement. Um, <laughs> well, that's the best part. The next part, the next scene, he tells her this grill's on the loose and everything. I'll assume it's not about the one in the zoo because we haven't even seen him transform yet. No, so like, the gorilla is missing. So the lieutenant has to go find this gorilla that's on the loose. Yeah. So in the next scene, Julio starts to change. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> into into an ape or whatever the fuck that is supposed to be. That is some of the worst makeup I've seen. Okay. Um, Was anybody else getting jacket potato? <laughs> he did look like a jacket potato. His face makeup looked like a jacket potato. Because <laughs> uh, the neck didn't didn't match. No. The, the hands didn't match. If he was on Drag Race, he would have been red to fill because his body did not match the makeup on his face. I need no. to know why they didn't just do the whole body. Why it was only the face. Exactly. Yeah. He had a hairy chest earlier in the film. He did. Why did they get rid of the hairy chest when he's turning into an ape? So they could have a big buff guy. Yeah, this is definitely a different person. Playing yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bigger person, yeah, because the other guy is yeah. quite um like quite thin and this guy's very muscular. Yeah. Um, and they, like tried the, pork, they, yeah, they, yeah. they tried to put the yeah they tried to put the heart surgery like the biggest scar ever <laughs> test. when a heart surgery scar is not that big it looks like he's been slashed by a sword it's like it's, look, look everyone it's definitely the same actor he's got a scar from the heart surgery it's definitely him <laughs> it's up by his shoulder as well yeah. <laughs> like, like the doctor was like oh shit sorry not that high <laughs> <laughs> he escapes from the lab and he climbs a building so in, in a bizarre series of events, he, he kidnaps a woman who's taken a shower, but he doesn't quite kidnap her. He puts her on a bed, pushes her around a bit, um, and eats her? I mean, blood splatter bite, yeah, everywhere. Bites, bites her neck or something, and it's just... I, my favourite goof, though, which is on IMDb that someone had to spot, is the woman's just got out of the shower... And he puts her on the bed, but she has dirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does. filthy. It's, it's such a strange scene. I mean, I, I was kind of worried. I kind of thought, oh, God, here we go. Video nasty. We're going to get a sexual assault scene. But, I mean, if that is what they were trying to do, they fucking failed. Like, I, I don't think it is. I think... It's 1969, so there's only so much that they could show. Yeah. You know, I know it was banned, it was a video nasty, but even the, there's so, you know, so much that they couldn't show. What he wanted was, let's be honest, breasts yeah. and gore. Yeah. So the first apartment that this bloody ape <laughs> gets to... <laughs> Is a woman getting out the shower? Now this is a big apartment building, and uh, just by chance, the first person he encounters is a woman, yeah, freshly out the shower. He attacks her, and yet 
her towel still needs to stay in a certain <laughs> position so we don't see her George W. You know, we're not allowed to see her George W. So that towel is staying there. So we get awful shots, like close-ups of her hand on the bed frame. Uh, she's trying to get the phone like at least three times trying to like get the trying to get the lamp as well yeah well he's just like munching on her shoulder (laughs) (laughs) very very strange i think the thing that bothered me is that there's so many people outside the flat hearing this screaming yeah and one of them just knocks the door with their shoulder (laughs) doesn't even try in any way to actually get into the flat to help yeah, I fully blame the neighbours. They were awful at getting into that flat. So it's fully their fault. They could have easily saved a life. It's true. Um, <laughs> her and her filthy feet. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> you're absolutely right about the nudity. There's something strange here, because there's even a scene later on where he pulls someone's underwear down. And you can see, I don't know if he does it by mistake, because he quickly pulls them back up. It's like... The, I think it must have been the contract. They were only allowed to show boobs. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a sign of the times. And, and you know creepy filmmakers being creepy filmmakers you know yeah make no mistake every female character in this film has to conveniently lose their clothes at some point yeah even a corpse yeah even the corpse yeah it's very much a sign of the times that bit Um, confused i know they're doing heart surgery um but why did she have to turn up like they took her from the hospital she wasn't yeah they took her straight from the hospital yeah no no it didn't make sense. Um, I, I, have, I have something else to talk about for that one. <laughs> a child buys a ridiculously large bag of sweets. No, um, that's not a child. Why does that child act like a 40-year-old man leaving the shop and they are whistling? I was like, that whistling down the street? That is not a child. Because he's got like his, he's got a shopping bag under his arm. Like He's about to go home to the wife. That is not, that is not a child. I'm fucking Julio staring at the side, bloody ape Julio staring at the side of the street, like, whoa, like just watching him. Just, yeah, what was that for? What was the purpose of that scene? <laughs> I mean, that kid is, it's far too late at night for him to be going to exactly. the by himself. Secondly, that is a gigantic bag of sweets. I mean, <laughs> you know, cost of living crisis. So, it's I not understand. even a bag, it's a fucking sack of sweets. You could get more like... for your money back then. Um, but what is the purpose? What is the reason for this? He doesn't... Nothing comes of no. it. Um, the dubbing's really bad. I mean, that kid is not whistling anyway. <laughs> it's only... Yeah, it's... I noticed that. It's only in the last five seconds yeah. that he actually starts whistling. Like, he's whistling... The whistling sound is happening when he's first walking, and there's nothing. And then he gets to, like, just as he's about to walk past Julio, and then he's just... His mouth starts whistling. So why was he not doing it before that? <laughs> Uh, Dr. Krollman and Goyo show up just in time and shoot him with a tranquilizer gun. Uh, they take him back to the lab and strap him to a bed. Dr. Krollman was prepared for everything, but not this. Not this. <laughs> Sorry. The fact they try and put him down with just. What's the purpose? Why would you have him escape? Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, kill somebody. Yeah. And then have the scene where the kid just randomly walks past him, yeah. <laughs> and then tranquilize the dart, then back to the uh, but to the surgery or whatever it's called, and then he escapes again, 
and then we get the rest of the film. What was the reason for this shit? You know, it's a, it's an hour and 20. I understand you're trying to make up time. But you cut so much of Lucy, you know, at the real heart of the film, potentially, a really interesting character. Yeah. Um, you've cut so much of her shit so we can watch him just waste our time. So a complete waste of my time. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, he, he comes to the conclusion that his son has become an animal, completely out of control, but could return to normal at any time. Um, he wants he wants Goya to reverse the process, but so he could do a transplant from Elena's heart instead. So Goya points out the obvious and says, "But that would be a crime." And Doctor Crawford, I shit you not, says, "But justifiable." Justifiable. <laughs> How is it justified in any world? <laughs> Um, what does he say after that? He says that <laughs> essentially if she does survive... If by some miracle... If by some miracle she does survive, she'd like live for the rest of her life as an idiot anyway. <laughs> um, is... Uh, yeah. That's, I love... That's what doctors... You know, they when the doctors speak to the family, that's exactly what they say. Just, when someone's that, had a brain injury. What is wrong with the doctors in this fucking film? I mean, he's already unprofessional as it is, but, you know, even his medical talk is just completely ridiculous. But does... Is, was Idiot back in, in the late 1960s, did that mean something different to what it sort of means now? I... I dread to think. I, I feel like it's probably problematic in some way. Or do you think it's just... Um, a weird translation of, of a Spanish word. Maybe. Maybe. I, I feel like idiot wouldn't have been the scientific term no. to come from a doctor. <laughs> well, this is what I mean. This is, like, the way they talk in this film, all of the medical professionals is, is hilarious. Yeah. Did you enjoy how Goyo then agrees to help and then breaks the fourth wall <laughs> yes. as he gives the camera a solemn glance and a head shake? Well, he's like, <laughs> I'll do anything for you, master, anything you ask of me. But then he looks at the camera with a look like, oh, shit. Like, he looks so concerned. <laughs> do, again, do we think the director told him to break the fourth wall or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the immersive experience of Night of the Bloody Apes. Coming to an IMAX near you. <laughs> Lucy goes to see Elena. Oh, <laughs> serving. She, she is. is serving. That dress and hoops look. combo. That green and pink striped blazer and skirt combination. She's giving medium hoop energy, yeah. not big hoop energy, but she is serving a look. She's so good. Yeah. Um, the, the receptionist, another professional. General Hospital. Uh, she's uh, she, she's like she calls up the, the doctor. I mean, she could just go to the room. It's just down the, the corridor. But she's like, yeah, someone's asking about a patient in number six. Like, what? She not got a name? It's like no change. She's still unconscious. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Never wasted my time. Isn't this? Oh, oh no. Am I and am I getting it mixed up again? Isn't this when she calls? Um, well, I've got his name. Man was limp. Well, I've got. Goyo, Goyo. Is it her that, that is it him that she calls? Yeah, so he gets called later on because now this is when they kidnap Elena. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, whilst Julio breaks out again, like the restraints did absolutely nothing. He broke out. Uh, this is when he attacks a couple in the park. Um, bizarre series of events. 
<laughs> so confusing, so bizarre. I yeah, I don't so apparently every single woman in this has to have their clothes ripped off. Yeah, um, yes. To be running away. But the thing that doesn't make sense is he rips the man's shirt and then yeah. the man takes the longest time ever to die because he still just keeps going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but, but then you have to have the, the whatever the gorilla noises are over the top yeah. for ages. And then after he's slit the man's throat with his hand or ripped no, the man's I'm glad that's take. I'm glad that's your take because I have rips his throat out. What did you have? A weird massage. It looks like he's like massaging <laughs> his neck. Like he's got a sore throat. And... It's not clear what he's doing. Like, no. you see the skin peel, don't you? You see, like, yeah. it looks like the shirt, but you do see some skin get peeled off. Oh, I thought as that was well. the collar of his shirt. Yeah, no, that's the skin. Oh. Yeah. Um, no and then, idea. And then the way, my favorite is that he chases after the woman. Um, but they have they do it where he's chasing, and then they have to they use the same shot again of him chasing. <laughs> they yeah. use it twice. They don't even think about the continuity. But he yeah. he rips off all her clothes, um, leaves her there, but then her dress is back intact and she's able to walk towards the shop with the oh. dress back on. Oh Absolutely God. unbelievable. He this. he doesn't just rip her clothes off. He rips her wig off, which she's and he buries her in grass. Her wig. He buries her in fucking grass yeah. and just leaves her there. <laughs> what is the point? It's it's incredible. First of all, why are they so nicely dressed for a random walk in the park? Like, <laughs> where, what time are we? I hate films that don't really give me a, a sort of idea of what time we're on. Like the kids go into the shop, but it's like pitch black. These two really well-dressed people are having a little walk through the park. Well, they're having a, they're having a snog on the bench, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh, yeah, got to dress okay. up nice for that. Okay. <laughs> so he just rubs grass all over her. Yeah. Her wig is ripped off in three pieces. <laughs> so there's different sections to it. I liked how IMDb, someone on IMDb, whoever you are, I love the way you described in in the goofs. At 43.31, after a tussle with the bloody ape, a woman's hairpiece falls off and is seen lying on the ground behind her. Yet, by 43.41, she is seen running away, full of stride, apparently, <laughs> apparently having had the wherewithal, despite the challenging circumstances, to have stuck her hair back on her head. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and it clothes up back, yeah. And put a whole dress back together that was ripped yeah. to shreds. Completely put back together. Um, and she's fine. She goes because, to ask for help. <laughs> because, yeah, it's weird, because the dress before was that it was, you know, one boob had, had dropped out of the dress. Yeah. But when she walks towards the shop, the strap is completely back to normal. Um, and they give her a cup of tea at the shop. Yeah. <laughs> She sends someone out to go looking for a boyfriend, um, but Julio somehow has a fucking knife and stabs the guy to death. Oh no, no, no! It's 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 that the man from the shop goes out with the knife, yeah, doesn't he? Oh, does he go out with the knife? Yeah. Oh, I was wondering he goes where he out with the knife. <laughs> and then he snatches it off the man and stabs him in the chest a couple of times. Um, and, and that's when the, that's then, when the detective and... comes back later and says, "This man has been murdered." <laughs> After after he's been stabbed, but then they oh I'm going too far into it. But I'm just thinking that they're 
they do the gorilla report to say that the killings have been from the gorilla. Yeah. They think it, they think a gorilla's going around stabbing people. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, oh, this makes no sense. It's a gorilla doing this, but it's like a human strangle. But no, a gorilla's not going to stab someone. <laughs> also, he's wearing trousers throughout the whole. Thing. Yeah, he's wearing trousers. He's like, he's always wearing trousers. <laughs> Um, another guy falls victim to Julio, uh, and he rips his eye out. What I assume is his eye anyway, because it looks like a piece of birthday cake with an eyeball on it. It's really weird that because the the eye pops out, but there is so much squashed like white yeah. stuff behind it. Um, but the way that the woman discovers that body is that's my favourite dub in the film, where she Best just screams, "Ah, a dead man, a dead man, dead." <laughs> And then when she talks to detectives, she says, there is a man around the corner and he dead. <laughs> yeah. It's Couldn't have done it better myself. That is exa- that's the exact delivery of this, of this scene. Um, she, she is the best character in this film. She, she should have had her own spin-off. It's, solving crimes. It's the way the detectives come over and like, who's been yelling about a dead body? I have. <laughs> I've been yelling about a dead He's body. He's dead. <laughs> Oh, I, f- I forgot to say about the um, you know when the man gets his throat ripped out, whatever happens there, they have to do a zoom in on the blood on the side of his neck, but it just looks like he yeah. just had ketchup squeezed <laughs> onto him. Well, is is it this scene where they're like, uh, oh, someone's been mugged? Well, oh, no, he's had his throat ripped out. He's been yeah, fucking yeah. mugged. <laughs> uh, they managed to tranquilize him again. Now, this confused me. The editing in this scene is horrific. I swear, we see them take Julio into their car behind a big crowd of people and drive off. Somehow, that being seen. Mm. Then the police show up and nearly run everyone over. Um, but I swear they get away. Yeah, because they have him right? in... Um, they shoot him in the... Well, they hide him in the woods or whatever, the bushes. And then he says the man with the... Tells the man with the limp, quick, get to the car. The man that normally takes like two minutes to walk anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tells them to go and get the car, and then yeah, somehow they're they're able to drive past the police, and like but the ambulance the next... that blocked the whole road. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Next scene, he's back where he was before on the ground, and they tried to avoid the cops, but they've already escaped. <laughs> Who was in charge of editing this fucking film? <laughs> and in between those scenes, that, that's when we get they're, they're looking at the at the corpse who had his throat ripped out, like boy oh boy, this one's been murdered. Ripped to pieces. No, he hasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is when they take uh, naked Elena back to the lab. They've already kidnapped her and taken her to the lab, but they're still taking her to the lab. Yeah. Like, th- this film genuinely... I can't get my head around is, this editing. It's off. It's off, <laughs> definitely. But she's naked. They took her from the hospital, but she's naked. She is. Um... We get to see more real <laughs> open heart surgery. We do. Um, um, one thing about Alina, she may be naked, but her face isn't. Because she's got full face of makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and what I think of fake eyelashes. You can only see <laughs> oh, it from afar. Yeah. But yeah, still got her falsies on. And <laughs> and the bandage around her head. Yeah, bandage <laughs> around her head. She's contoured. She's like, if I'm going out, I'm going out looking good. Yeah, and then the heart surgery is actually um, just a, not a woman. But, uh, no, clearly, no, clearly, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, because um, you see when they cut when they cut open. 
yeah. they didn't really think about it because they show the exact same man's chest from um from earlier on. Yeah, yeah. this guy must he genuinely he released so many films he must have been like yeah it doesn't matter do whatever you want with it just edit oh, him yeah. whatever you want just just, just throw it out together. there and throw right. it out there and see if it sticks because I can assure you we would not be sat here talking about Night of the Fucking Bloody Apes <laughs> if it wasn't for this heart surgery scene <laughs> yeah and it being on the video nasty stuff I would never have heard of it you know. I am surprised Ooh. I did this spin-off spin off of Planet of the Apes. There's no <laughs> That's what I thought before watching it. Before watching it, I was like, okay, this is going to be a Planet of the Apes. What year is Planet of the Apes? I think it was 64, I think. Is it? I think it was before this. Mm. Yeah, no, it's def- it definitely is before this, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's what they were going for with the title. I think they were hoping... Oh, that... Night of the Living Dead as well, isn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. Year... yeah. Was it before. the same year? Year before. Yeah. Year before. Um... What's the operation of success? Because they, they, they act like it is, but the machines start making noises which indicate otherwise, and it's he's still she's she's flatlining. Yeah, yeah, he's flat he's flatlining again. But this is when um he gives a big smile again to say it was a success. Yeah, and then it burned her corpse. So what I don't understand, I feel like I've said that a lot in this episode. <laughs> so, Julio, yeah has leukemia yeah the only way to cure him is to transplant the heart of a gorilla because gorillas are very strong and powerful to transplant a heart in a gorilla's heart into his body yeah so this strong gorilla heart can fight the cancer off yeah then when it all goes tits up yeah and he becomes a bloody ape the only way to resolve that is to transplant the heart of a living person into Julio's body. Yeah. Question. Has he been cured of leukemia or not? <laughs> you don't you I, never you never, never find, find out. out. No. <laughs> because they say they say it's a success, but yeah. it's not like you get given a new heart and then the leukemia just goes, All right, I'm off no. now. Like that's that's, that's, not, that's yeah. not what happens. I, they weren't really very medically accurate with this, were they? Because if no. it was all resolved in the end, then what was the point of the gorilla part of the story? <laughs> <laughs> why why couldn't they have just had a beaten, a, a, a live heart transplant? But they do this transplant with Elena and it makes absolutely no difference. No. Well, he, he, starts, he starts to turn back, doesn't he, the tiniest bit? Yeah. Yeah. And but he, then turn, he turns back it. and they t- they tuck him in bed. Yeah, the longest dragged out scene of tucking a <laughs> tucking a man into bed. Uh, yeah. Allegory for homosexuality? Do you feel? Yes, yes, the, the, definitely. The, the love of a good woman, <laughs> the, a woman's heart, can only help him so much, and then the beast comes back. Yeah, yeah. I I related. I yeah, related yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> The hospital finally realizes that Elena's missing. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a zoo, a zoo that doesn't check on its animals enough, <laughs> and a hospital that doesn't check on its patients. Good old General Hospital. Um, they uh, yeah, when when they realize the, the receptionist is it the receptionist that realizes. I don't fucking know. And she's like, oh, but it's the, impossible. 
yeah, yeah, he walks in because he tries to do his, yeah, his act, yeah, the man says, oh, yeah, but it's impossible. But the window's <laughs> open, and their way of trying to get around of how she got out the room was, oh, she must have been a sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. She's in a coma. <laughs> People don't sleepwalk in comas. That doesn't happen. She must have been a sleepwalker and jumped out of the window. Yeah, that's part of the ridiculous meeting that we get but um, also isn't the reason she's in a coma something to do with her spine yeah like physically she shouldn't really <laughs> like no matter if she's like a coma walker or a sleepwalker physically she wouldn't be able to walk because no. she's done damage to her spine <laughs> Yeah, we get the meeting. But before we get the meeting, uh, he's on the phone, Doctor Croman, and uh, he's like, "I'm coming now. I'll leave right now." And then we cut to the hospital, and like Doctor Croman is coming over. Yeah, we fucking know. Why do we have to see this? No, but we had to get a really good scene of um, forgetting his name again. Goyo, Goyo, yeah, on the phone. <laughs> but he has to answer the phone. And then we have to get, which I've already complained about, because we have to see the doctor walk up those <laughs> stairs that many times. We have to get him walking across the room, then limping up the stairs, then going to the basement door as well. And, uh, yeah, they, it, they it goes on so long. It, it really, yeah. And the problem with the editing is they either don't edit enough, like scenes like that, or they edit too much, get carried away, and end up putting things in the wrong place. Like, there's no in between. Yeah, yeah. The largest him... things are over-explained. Yeah. <laughs> but then the stuff that we could probably do with having explained is never explained. No. And he tells him to watch, watch him, doesn't he? He yeah. tells him to watch Julio while he's while he's away. Um, but even after hearing a noise, because again we have to get him going across the room and limping up the stairs <laughs> to the room. He does the worst checking of the bed, and then we have to get another shot of him walking down the stairs again. <laughs> and then we have to get Julio walking down the stairs as well and seeing his bed get a foot shot of his of him walking down. His very unhairy feet. Yeah, they, yeah. they focus on those feet for far too long. <laughs> Do you think this is one of those films that Quentin Tarantino is like? This is one of the greatest films ever made. Yes. It's that, that feet shot, that's what inspired him for all his feet no, shots. No, it's the dirty feet after the shower. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the pauses at that point. Yeah. <laughs> his VHS broke because he paused it so much at that point. <laughs> uh, Dr. Corman has, has the meeting, tries to play it cool, like, oh, well, maybe she was kidnapped. Okay, you fucking kidnapped her. Maybe you shouldn't be saying maybe she was kidnapped. They're just kind of going to give you away a bit. Um, but yeah, they, they come to the solution that she sleepwalked out the window and like, oh yeah, yeah, the press will keep that discreet. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that quiet. Sleepwalked out the window. <laughs> a what? And then flew? <laughs> How could you sleepwalk out a window? Surely, unless she's on the ground floor, which I don't... No, nah, she, she was not. No, nah, she wasn't. No, she's definitely not on the ground floor. She just, what? Walked out the window and then... Carried on walking. <laughs> well, the, the professionalism doesn't stop there because the police are trying to solve the crimes uh, in another scene and they just can't figure out how the, the murders resemble something a gorilla has done but strangles people like a human. And like you said earlier on, Luke, you know, resembles something a gorilla has done. He stabbed a person to death. Mm -hmm. Gave someone's eye out, you know. So. Yeah. 
Arthur comes to the conclusion that the beast is half human, half beast. And his boss thinks he came to this conclusion because of the pictures of terror he's been watching on television. Yes. <laughs> Do you know why think... Martinez comes to that conclusion? Why? Because of the description from the pretty girl whose boyfriend was attacked in the car. <laughs> the thing that doesn't make sense is when he's saying about why he's turning into the, the bloody ape. Is that he says, once a man's been given an animal's heart, they start to turn into that animal always. So, so what? That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. How did he come? How many? How many? I want to know how many people he's been giving animal hearts to this whole time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, is he's an how, expert on it. Is, is that how a bad that? doctor he is? Doctor Cromer. Oh, does he yeah. say? That? Oh god. <laughs> I thought Martinez said that. I was no. like, that's strangely accurate. <laughs> um. Yeah, back in back in the lab, he's back. He's turned back into a bloody ape, and, uh, and in his in his bed, in his bed with the red bed, light. Yeah, the red light shining over him, where you have no idea where that red lights come from. <laughs> and the actor's really trying here. He's really trying. Who's this? Julio, when he's turning back. Oh, into I literally me. just have blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> well, I I have thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for giving me my son back, and, and then looking at the ceiling. Oh. I feel like I've run oh, out of the wrong part. That was this scene. <laughs> Have I um, gone too far? I think I've gone too far forwards, haven't I? Yeah, no, so he no. gets... Well, the film's gone too far forwards. Uh, why have I got that? You've got that put in the wrong... Yeah, because that's earlier on, after the heart transplant, when he turns back into himself, after, and then he says, thank you for giving my son back. Well, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. I don't know why it's... Because we're, we're at the point strange. where the doctor's headed to the hospital and he tells... Um, Gorgo. Gorgo, that's not even... <laughs> Gorgo. <laughs> he, tells, he tells him to watch his son. Yeah. So sleep in bed. Yeah, and this is when Arthur hears on the radio that Lucy has retained her crown. Um, so he gives her a call to congratulate her. And he, he, calls... no, he, gives, he gives General Hospital a call. General Hospital. General Hospital. And he's like, Sergeant. Hospital. <laughs> Sergeant, hook me up with my girlfriend at the arena. <laughs> in the dressing rooms. <laughs> And she, she's like, oh, but he invites her to a fucking crime scene with him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you absolutely. haven't you haven't said how she answers the phone. For some reason, the phone is on top of a massage bed. But she gets out <laughs> the shower and then she has to lay down on her front naked while she talks on the phone. And it she pays does, yeah. no purpose to anything that's happening in the scene. And no. yeah, invites, invites her along to um, where someone's been murdered. It's a bit of a sleigh, though, isn't it? <laughs> she, yeah, she, she is, she is slaying on that. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's giving me it's, Playboy. It's definitely not what I intended. That's not yeah, a sleigh. I, 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 but she's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's way more camp than I intended. It it's, to be. it's camp. It's, it's camp. Um, she's like, oh yeah, I'll join you after I put some clothes on. Goyo, yeah, this is a bit where he they're at the really house. He doesn't react to that. No, he doesn't know. You think he'd be like, oh, yeah. Ooh, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I got confused. And I'm trying to remember the line now. You know, the man that's driving is steering really bad, like the steering wheel's yeah. <laughs> all over the place. And he says, it's all calm. But the way that it's been dubbed is he says it too quickly. So it sounds like he just says, it's all come. It does say, yeah, that's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. And I had to wait for the detective to be like, yeah, it is all calm right now. <laughs> Quite the reaction, though, isn't it? <laughs> loves loves the news about Let me, put, uh... let me put some clothes on. <laughs> it's too late, honey. Um, 
Julio transfer is he's back into his ape self and yes. he's in his PJs now. He Does, doesn't fancy having PJs. his chest out for the third act. Uh, and he, he fucking kills Goya by ripping off his head. Just, he he twi- yeah, he just twists head. it. Oh but, do- oh, but the doctor gets back to the house and we get two different heads. We do. We get, w- we get one that's wink. We get the one that's winking and yeah. has a really bad moustache. And then we get when he goes back into the bedroom, he brings the head to the bedroom. But it's a completely different head that looks more realistic and it actually has more of a moustache and isn't winking anymore. <laughs> I don't get why they did that when he f- sees the head on the floor first. Uh, but what do we get before he goes to the bedroom? More walking up the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's that one. Yeah, he walks, <laughs> he sees the head and then he walks up the stairs again. Why couldn't he have walked in and found him holding the head? Yeah. That, yes. Simple, that's it. Yeah. You know? But no, we have to see him going up the stairs again. And he brings the head to him. He fucking falls over and hits his head on a bedside table. And I thought it killed him. I thought he's going to die. I thought, it, I thought he'd fallen because he, it looks like it goes into his eyeball. Yeah. Because he falls. I don't know what he even trips over. He just walks backwards into something, falls forwards, and it looks like it's gone straight <laughs> into his eye. But then you look at him and it's the blood's coming out of his forehead in a place yeah. that he didn't even hit it. <laughs> yeah. And then he's tucked into bed and uh, Julio <laughs> leaves. Heads onto the streets. Um, oh, we didn't mention the Irish police officer. No. So, outs- where is it outside? Outside his house. Outside his house. There's oh, well, yeah, someone, when he first drives a, a off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a police officer um, who's guarding the place. So that place, and... that bit really confused me. Because he, mm. his, the doctor's car drives out. And then this man just walks out of the dark with yeah. a bat in his hand. <laughs> So what the hell has happened here? Why is where did he come from? Well, what's the reason for him guarding the house? No one knows. Yeah, no one knows it's them that's that's, no. that's responsible for all this. And also, why <laughs> why is it decided that he shall have the Irish accent? I know. Why uh, is he randomly Irish? Why is he the Irish one? <laughs> well, it's not Irish for long because Julio heads out and scalps him. Snatches snatches that toupee. Yeah, that was my favourite because you could tell that it wasn't his hair and that they yeah. were ripping off a toupee at that point. <laughs> and they've just put some like bloody brainy looking things underneath. But they've, they've clearly got an actor uh, employed him for his, you know, hairstyle. It's given Mr. Mr. Burns, let's be honest. And he just snatches that toupee off. But, so funny. But then Lucy's randomly there. Like she just shows well, up. She's invited. So she's yeah. been invited to an active crime scene <laughs> where she very much could be killed by what people believe is either a half man, half beast, <laughs> or gorilla murdering people, uh, ripping their throats out and such, stabbing them. Um, and she's dressed for a hot date. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like oh, this will be fun. Me and my fella for a hot date on this street corner. <laughs> She's got that polka, polka dot dress on, and then she yeah sees him against the wall, gets out of the car, and then he comes after her. Yeah, yeah. Which is really just... I mean, I don't know if it's a cut or, or something, or but she's been shown to be a world-class luchadora. Yeah. And I thought, this is it. We're going to get, like, a wrestling match between the oh, two. I'm like, that this would have been a ridiculous amazing. film. And, you know, it would really be great um i'd give it 10 stars if it, if it was but she just kind of runs away yeah 
and you don't see her. She just runs. She gets gets thrown on the floor, doesn't she? And then, um, then does all she? the protect- yes, she yes, does, yeah. she, gets, oh. she gets her shirt ripped a little bit, like every woman does in this. And then yeah. um, all the detectives turn up, and he runs off, and they start chasing after him, and he runs towards the hospital. Yeah, and uh, in the meantime, Arthur discovers uh, the scalped police officer, and that's when we get our second, he's been murdered. <laughs> uh, Dr. Croman isn't dead. He he actually, during the big chase and everything, when they, when they, rescue, um, when they rescue Lucy, he starts grabbing hold of Arthur. He's like, he's my son, he's my son. And... Remember that. Really remember that. Yeah, remember that. Oh, no, he grabs, be, he grabs hold of Arthur. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be important in a second. Uh-huh. Arthur and one of his colleagues investigates the lab. And he's like, his colleague's like, look at that. And now take a look at this. <laughs> yeah, and he opens What's... up where all the bodies have been burned. Yeah. And then he says, and then they open it up and they say, oh, I want you to analyse that. Just act like it's all normal. Yeah. So, they, they, they then say, any news, Arthur says, any news of the identification of the man in the park? And the other guy's like, yeah, it's Dr. Cromman's son. Let's go and see if they have any clues to the investigation. He's literally just grabbed you and shouted, that's my son. Yeah. They've also walked into Dr. Cromman's home. Yeah. They've had a conversation in his... In his lab. In his lab. And then it, he has to ask the man, the identity of the guy in the park. And he says, yeah, it's just, he's the son of the doctor whose house we're investigating right here, right now, you know? Like, wouldn't he have given that information over a lot earlier? And the fact that they're like, oh, let's see if he holds any clues to the investigation. Are you fucking serious? You are in his lab where it's clear that he is responsible for all of this. Um, Houdier makes it to the hospital. Yeah. He rips out a doc... No, actually, no. Okay. What do we think happened here? I've no... I, I've, I've no idea. Look, what but, do you think happened? Why have I forgot... See, I remembered everything else. I remember he fights a nurse in this part. And yeah. And then... Oh, he kills one of the doctors, doesn't he? He, like, rips... He does. Yeah. And there's blood on the wall again. So I saw a tooth coming out. Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remembered. I do. I was confused by that bit because he squeezes his head because he <sighs> he push he starts pushing on his nose and you're like, what's yeah. going on here? Blood's all going down his face and then a tooth just just drops yeah. out. I yeah, I got that. Like, what are they, what's he trying to do to it? Is he meant to be crushing his skull? Like, I assume so. I was too busy thinking of um, just before that where obviously he scares the nurse. The doctor comes out. The doctor's looking after um, <laughs> a, a young, a little girl <laughs> who breaks the fourth, oh. who breaks the fourth wall. After he tells her, "Just stay there, everything will be fine." No, no, he, turns... that, that bit, the bit, he says to the child, "When there's so much screaming going on in the hospital, don't be frightened. I'll see what it is." She's not frightened. No, she's bored shitless <laughs> as she is for the rest for the remainder of the film she why did they use her for the camera. rest yeah <laughs> she turns to the camera breaking the fourth wall gives a look as if to say are we done <laughs> <laughs> say cut then we're done i've had enough of this shit 
she she is spoiler alert kidnapped yeah and still looks just as bored for the rest <laughs> of the film <laughs> nothing no reaction whatsoever to anything that's thrown at her and Arthur arrives he's like I want to see the sick man and before he can finish the doctor's like what sick man he's a monster <laughs> boost yeah and then they, he confronts Julio on the roof Dr. Crawlman comes up as well and speaks to him yeah, yeah, because if you're not ripping off Planet of the Apes and you're not ripping off Frankenstein, let's rip off King Kong. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just the title. But they don't have they don't have people shining. They have to have a man that just holds a light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't have the budget to put a light on the on the top of an actual car in this like no. the police normally have. They had to have a man hold it and shine it at him. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, you couldn't, they couldn't get helicopters to circle the building. No, the budget for that. no. And, yeah, and, and instead then, of Faye Ray, we get the most bored-looking little girl. <laughs> yeah, they had to say, "Don't shoot." He's got a child. And then <laughs> you have the yeah, you have the detective climb up a ladder. Um, for some reason, when the t- detective gets to the top to try and get the attention, he just grabs some rope thing and throws it in the doorway. Um, <laughs> Which I was hoping when the doctor got to the top of the ladder, he was going to get his foot stuck and trip yeah. or something because it's in the doorway. <laughs> but he just walks in normally and says, oh, let me talk to him. He's my son. <laughs> says, says to his son, don't worry, no one's going to hurt you. He puts down the child and then he just gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we get a big emotional monologue from Dr. Crawlman, who is really acting now. He thinks this is his Oscar scene. <laughs> This is the one. This is. He's like, oh, please forgive me, Julio. Please forgive me. I lied about your leukemia. Uh, Julio's just like, fuck my drag and just dies. Yeah, I assumed <laughs> he would say something back. But he does. Papa. Papa. <laughs> and then I felt like he was going to say something and then just dies instead. <laughs> the, the, my favourite about this scene is, again, the kid is stood there. <laughs> keeps looking around being like what are they talking about why am i still here and it's just a big dramatic scene but they have to keep doing a shot from far away to show the kid is still stood there <laughs> <laughs> they make the best ending i don't understand what the deciding factor is as to whether he's the bloody ape or yeah. just julio like what how are these things changing like in the incredible hawk he gets angry, yeah, you, you know, and he becomes the Incredible Hulk. This one, he gets shot and turns back to Julio. That's like, <laughs> why? Why? What's the difference? <laughs> what has being shot changed? In yeah, why did he change in the bed when he had that red light shining on him? What? Why? Yeah, There's yeah, no that, that that bit doesn't make sense at all. Well, we get the greatest ending we've ever had on this podcast, uh, where Arthur and Lucy are in a police car. He tells her all about what happened. He gives her the plot of the film. And she says, it's unfortunate, really sad. And that's the end of the fucking film. Yeah, the fact that they just have to go, oh, yeah, the doctor just came out of it. And he told in his time, he just told us everything. (laughs) He just has to explain that. That's how he just says the end of the film. He, oh, the doctor explained, doctor explained everything to us. And she says, oh, yeah, that's incredibly sad. And then you get like the car speeding away, (laughs) the shot from behind. (laughs) That's Night of the Bloody Apes. That's Night of the Bloody Apes. Yeah. That's yeah. that's unfortunate. That's, a film. that's sad. It exists. That, that, that is... <laughs> and why is she so she's so upset about this Eleanor thing? Yeah. She's so upset about it. And then she may have caused 
you know, Eleanor to have been injured, potentially die. Um, when she finds out about Eleanor and how something even worse has happened to her, like her body was stolen, <laughs> she was murdered, her heart was stolen from her body, she was incinerated <laughs> afterwards. She's like, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> At least, so at, least I didn't cause at, least, at least I don't have to pay the bitch anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're all big fans of Night of the Bloody Apes. Oh. It's not it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It 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 wasn't bo- I wasn't bored. It was fun, but it is yeah, it is trash and uh yeah. I still want to give it a, a two out of five with with my rating. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely one of the most entertaining video nasties. It's definitely up there. Um, just not for the right reasons at all. I it's... just still can't believe this is one that got prosecuted. It makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> oh no, it deserved to be prosecuted. <laughs> <laughs> just for the editing alone, it deserved to be prosecuted. It's fucking stupid. It's a stupid film. It's ridiculous. It's trashy. Thankfully, an hour and 20 minutes. Still, maybe could have shaved 10 minutes Not off the that. Yeah, yeah. Well, scenes with the stairs. Yeah, it should have been an hour and 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's silly. It's stupid. Yeah. So let's get to the awards. Biggest queen. I mean, come on. We've all got the same answer, surely. Yes. It's obviously got to be Lucy. It's yeah. Lucy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Definitely. who else are we going to fucking pick? <laughs> She's got she's got the best outfits out of everyone in this as well. She's the only one that has the whole wardrobe change throughout. So um, it's true. Yes. A big part of the budget went on that wardrobe. Yeah. What's your biggest gasp, Luke? Biggest gasp. Um. What do you mean? Just I was what bit I was shocked by so much. Yeah. 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 Uh, man getting his throat ripped out while his shirt is getting ripped at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, I have uh, Gaio having his uh, head ripped off. I oh, have yeah. The, the jacket potato reveal. <laughs> <laughs> but now this this one's going to be challenging. Best dialogue I have. It's unfortunate. Really sad. End of the film. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot to mention it at the time, but pre- prepare the gorilla is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context. <laughs> Prepare the gorilla. It's really fucking funny. Um, mine is just there is a man around the corner and he dead. That's my one. That's still my one. Uh, that's camp for me. The winner of that's camp is exactly that. It is uh, all of the there's a man and he's dead woman screen time. Yeah. Yeah. I put the the pretty girl from the park taking the time to put her hair back together before <laughs> seeking help. <laughs> That's Kev. What's yours, Luke? Oh, I think it, yeah, I think it is the woman woman screaming or <laughs> the woman drinking her cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, that's Kev. That's Kev. Yeah. The way she's shaking it all over the place and everything. <laughs> yeah. And a special Nasty November Award, Nastiest Moment, I put heart surgery. Yeah. 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 I I think it's the reason why it was on the Video Nasties list. And yeah, it is pretty pretty gruesome. Um, 
I mean, when I first saw it, when I first saw it start, I was like, "Oh, this is a bit different than the other practical effects in this." Yeah. <laughs> when they started cutting the, actually cutting it open, and then you start seeing the bit of like white flesh, and I was like, "Oh, I've just remembered. This isn't a practical effect. This no. is the actual <laughs> surgery right here." And ratings, I give it five birthday cake eyeballs out of ten. Um, uh, I gi- oh, excuse me. No, no you, you do your one. I give it four bloody toupees out of ten. Um, I'll give it four men walking upstairs really slowly <laughs> um, out of ten. Um, masterpiece, trash to piece, trash or basic. It is, of course, for me, a trash to piece. I, I agree fully, trash to piece. Yeah, definitely a trash to piece. And if you'd like to check it out, it's available on DVD, Video On Demand, and YouTube. And if you enjoyed this, I recommend checking out The She-Beast, the Michael Reeves film. I'll pay £2.49 for this on Amazon Prime. (laughs) Very well spent. (laughs) If you enjoyed this, I recommend two films. Um, It's my podcast, and I'll do what I like. Uh, the, (laughs) The Brain That Wouldn't Die... If you like your hokey Frankenstein ripoffs, sixties trash, yeah. where um, women having surgery performed on them have fake eyelashes, on <laughs> or trog, you know yeah. my favorite, maybe my favorite trash to piece of all time. If you like your, you know, ape-like creatures ripping people apart, if you like them a little hairier, then <laughs> trog definitely. Um, I would recommend Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if any of our listeners... Uh, just in if, general. I feel like that's not just the first general, time you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if any of our listeners are a fan of Night of Bloody Apes, let us know on social media. We're Horacult Trash over on Facebook and Instagram. Horacult Trash on Twitter. I'm DanakGaz92 on Letterboxd. Gazma205 on Instagram. And Gascruise92 on Twitter. I'm Chris Barker823 on Instagram and Letterboxd. Go give us a rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and all that jazz. The like and follow on Spotify. Just be just be nice. Give us five star ratings. Um, Luke, thank you so much for joining us and picking my favourite choice of the month. <laughs> That's I, I think, yeah, I've, I've been wanting to discuss this on the podcast for so long, so. Thank you for choosing it. Well, I am glad I picked it. It was very fun to speak about. <laughs> uh, where can our listeners find you on social um, media? It's just Vegan Luke on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all those all those things, and Letterboxd as well. Amazing. Um, it must be nice to be consistent across all I, I know, yeah. I should probably change mine to the same thing <laughs> for everything. <laughs> It'd make the podcast a little shorter, wouldn't it, Gary? It, it might do. It might do. It might do. <laughs> Uh, next week we will be back and joined by Ben Simpson special guest uh, also from TikTok to discuss Blood Feast yeah looking forward to that one hokey 60s stuff oh again again. (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you again Luke it is always a pleasure having you on here and we will definitely we'll have you on again when we discover some more trapped pieces to uh, <laughs> Well, when we do the Harry and the Henderson. When we do Harry and the Henderson. Yeah, Harry and the Henderson. I feel so inspired now. Yeah, you got to um, do that. Yes. No, thank you for joining us, as always. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.
And for our listeners, we'll be back same time, same place on Tuesday. Bye. Bye.